Hello and welcome once again to UCA News Weekly Summary, the guide to news and information about and of interest to the church in Asia. I'm John Lawrenson. Rights groups and politicians from Southeast Asian nations have dismissed promises from Myanmar's military junta to institute a five-point roadmap for peace in the conflict-ridden nation. As leaders and diplomats from over 40 countries gathered in Cambodian capital Phnom Penh for the 55th Asian Regional Forum, rights groups called on the bloc not to waste time and to act against the military junta. The junta leader, Min Ong Hlang, made the offer for peace shortly after he announced a six-month extension to the state of emergency after the shocking and much-criticised execution of four political prisoners. Asian parliamentarians for human rights have called for strong and coordinated measures against Myanmar's military for ending violence and establishing peace. Church leaders and rights activists in India have expressed serious concerns over rising crimes against tribal people and Dalits, or former untouchables, in the country. Data from state-run National Crime Records Bureau shows crimes against tribal people increased 26% between 2018 and 2020, while offences against Dalit people increased by 17%. A.J. Kumar Mishra, Federal Junior Minister of Home, shared this data in Parliament last week. The Indian Catholic Bishops' Commission for Tribal Affairs termed the report worrisome and alarming and called for government and civil society interventions to curb discrimination and violence against the marginalised communities. Activists say the historically disadvantaged communities continue to be victimised due to their poverty, ignorance of the law and the impunity enjoyed by those committing the crimes. In neighbouring Pakistan, a politician is facing a backlash from rights activists for calling for expulsion for the minority Ahmadi Muslims from a district in the Punjab province. Malik Ilyas Awan from the Pakistan Muslim League Quaid filed an application on Tuesday for the withdrawal of security provided to Ahmadis in Jawarabad town of Kushab district. The politician argued that Ahmadis cannot hold worship except at designated places and they should be expelled from the district as they do not accept Muhammad as the final prophet of Islam. The National Human Rights Commission of Pakistan has condemned Awan's demand and reminded that the state has a constitutional responsibility to protect the rights of the Ahmadi people to life, to live and to profess the faith. Christian Solidarity Worldwide issued a statement to criticise the mistreatment of Ahmadis in Pakistan. Ahmadis have faced persecution by Islamic extremists for years. In 1984, President General Zia-ul-Haq introduced an ordinance to officially declare Ahmadis non-Muslims and terming their activities anti-Islamic. The Catholic Church in Singapore has called for safeguarding marriage and families as the government plans to repeal a law that criminalises same-sex relationships in the city-state. The Communication Office of Singapore Archdiocese issued a statement on Wednesday to re-emphasise the church's stand and well-known position that marriage is between a man and a woman joined in an intimate community of life and love where both partners complement each other. 
The statement also said that the Archdiocese and its adherents respect the dignity of LGBTQ persons and called on them to respect the Church's right to maintain its position on marriage. Section 377A in Singapore is a British colonial-era penal code that makes same-sex relationships a punishable offence, warranting up to two years in jail. Singapore government says it aims to repeal the section to legalise same-sex relationships to make society more inclusive, but hinted it is unlikely to allow same-sex marriage. Catholic women's group in the Philippines has blamed the regime of former President Rodrigo Duterte for misgovernance and corruption that pushed millions of people into poverty. The Santa Clara Catholic Women's Group issued a statement on Wednesday regretting that 12.2 million Filipinos felt they had become poorer during the previous administration. The group further pointed out that the Commission on Audit recently flagged the mishandling of about $1.35 billion of pandemic funds during the Duterte regime. Duterte had stopped an investigation against the misappropriation, claiming it was confusing the people. The Santa Clara group reacted after a private agency released a survey that said there was a 1.3% rise in poverty in the last quarter of 2021. Official data shows poverty rose from 21.2% in 2018 to 23.7% in 2021. Some 26.4 million Filipinos were living beneath the poverty line last year. Amid renewed restrictions on religious activities, including publications in China, a Catholic religious order has expressed concern over a looming shortage of Chinese-language Bibles. SBF, or the Studium Biblicum Franciscanum of Hong Kong, run by the Franciscans, said the society is running out of its stock of Chinese Bibles due to the unwillingness shown by publishing houses in mainland China. Nanjing Amity Printing has been printing Catholic Chinese Bibles since 1997. The press has reportedly said it is unable to print Bibles for low profit and to avoid troubles from the government. Franciscan friar Raymond Mary Jung, a member of the SBF, said that it was hard to find another press as printing Bibles requires a certain level of technical skills not easily available. In 2018, the Chinese Communist Party adopted new regulations on religious affairs that saw a rise in crackdown on religious activities. Religious apps, including a Bible app, was shut down and Christians have been arrested and jailed for selling religious books such as Bibles. Tourism operators in Indonesia's Catholic-majority province of East Nusa Tenggara have started a one-month strike to protest against an entry fee hike at the famed Komodo National Park, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. The shutdown started on Monday, two days after 24 tourism operators and associations signed an agreement. The operators termed the government ticket policy authoritarian and warned that any operator who violates the pact would face dire consequences. 
tourism operators say high price of tickets would discourage tourists and cause heavy economic loss for local communities. The protests have erupted since the government decided to raise entry ticket prices for the park from 10 US dollars per person to 250 US dollars, citing conservation concerns. The entry tickets are available only through an online application controlled by a provincial state company. Catholic priests and religious in Sri Lanka called on the new government of President Ranil Wickramasinghe to stop ongoing repression of prominent anti-government protesters. More than 1,600 Catholic priests, nuns and brothers from 24 congregations have signed a statement last Sunday urging the president to listen to the grievances of people in the crisis-hit nation. They also lend their support to ongoing protests and promise to protect those involved. Media reports suggest police have arrested several prominent activists and allegedly obstructed lawyers from meeting them. Police also raided a church, allegedly to arrest activist priest Father Amila G. Vanta, a key figure in anti-government protests. Varanga Pushpika, a journalist and activist, was abducted from a bus in broad daylight by plainclothes men. Police later acknowledged this arrest. Catholics in the southern Mekong Delta in Vietnam paid tribute to two 19th century Catholics who became martyrs for the faith. Hundreds of pilgrims joined a special mass to mark the 163rd death anniversary of martyrs Emmanuel Levan Phung and Peter Doan Kong Ki at Chow Doc Church in Angyang Province on Sunday. On the previous day, pilgrims rushed to the church where relics of the two saints are kept. Father Ki, a priest from Bung Parish, and Fung, a lay leader, joined together to serve local and foreign Catholics during a period of persecution against Christians. Fung used his home to hide foreign missionaries and native priests and to hold services for Catholics. Both were arrested on January the 7th, 1859, imprisoned in the same prison and killed in Chow Doc on July the 31st, 1859. Pope Pius X beatified them in 1909 and Pope John Paul II canonised them in 1988. President José Ramos Horta of Catholic Majority Timor-Leste has urged the citizens to respect and not to discriminate against the lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender community commonly known as LGBT. In a statement on Wednesday, President Ramos Horta said the nation must show a model through respect and tolerance to the LGBT community. His statement comes days after the president joined the Pride Parade organised by the LGBT community in the capital, Dili. Timor-Leste is lauded for its efforts in human rights, including LGBT rights though it has yet to enact any law to protect such vulnerable groups. Recent surveys found that discrimination and violence by family members and the broader society continued to affect LGBT people. Time to wind up this week, but you have much more to browse on ucanews.com where you will find commentaries, interviews, opinions and daily stories that matter to you. You can help us get more stories by contributing on ucanews.com slash donate. Today's producer was Binu Alex. Until next week, goodbye. Goodbye.